on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. I think this is the shortest marriage of all time, they're saying. And uh, also, I've got a video, fair or foul, about a guy, what he put in a to-go box at a restaurant. But first, I want you to guess how short this marriage was. I truly think it's the shortest marriage of all time. Besides, like, something being an actual, like, prank or something. You said this wasn't days. Because I was like, oh, is it, you know, shorter than Kim K's 72 days or whatever of marriage? Um, I will give you a hint. It's not days. It's not as long as it is days. Uh, I'm going to go like six hours. Okay. Like six hours just feels right, which is just wild to me. How about three minutes? Now, <laughs> this is not some YouTube <laughs> prank or something like that. No, no, no. This is a couple in Kuwait. They got married. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they, they're there at the end. They do their I do's. They do their kiss. And then right at the end of a wedding, after you, you may now kiss the bride, you walk down the aisle together mm-hmm. hand in hand and everyone stands up, right? So as this couple is walking away from the altar, just got married, she trips. He laughs and calls her stupid, and she (gasps) looks back at the uh, uh, minister and literally says, get us divorced right now, and he did. Three minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah. He so called her stupid. That's, that's what this. Yeah. To laugh because like I, well, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I laugh when people fall or whatever. Like I, I'm kind of like that nervous yeah. reactor laughed, and, and so I, I probably would have laughed too. But he said you're stupid. That, that's that's what the the video I watched of this news story. That's what it said is that she tripped oh. and he laughed. And he's like, oh, that was stupid. Or I don't know if he said that was stupid or you're stupid. But she turned around and literally goes, divorce us now, and he did. So three Can the minister minute, do that, or I is don't it know. just they're technically married longer than the three minutes maybe, they have to go get a knoll? Maybe, or whatever. maybe that, but it's a three minute marriage, and they like they spent the rest of the night separate. Like it was not they were not together. They didn't do the reception. Truly, she Honestly, was that embarrassed, that annoyed, and yeah, the embarrassment. That's silly. If she was just embarrassed, silly. Uh, but if it's because he called her stupid, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I, I kind of understand that. Because the man that you just committed your life to, and he committed his to yours, and you are supposed to spend the rest of forever with this person, and they are supposed to put you above everything else and love you through thick and thin and all of that, it just calls you stupid in yeah. front of your whole entire family and friends and whoever else. I'm kind of with her. I'd be like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so if you if your marriage, whether or not you're married, still divorced, if you last longer than three minutes, you don't have anything to worry about, okay? There you go. And you didn't get divorced right there at the <laughs> wedding ceremony. Wow. Also saw this video. Uh, a guy had a, one of those styrofoam to-go boxes at a Mexican restaurant where they have bottomless margaritas. Literally, no, he didn't. Yep, yep. Ew. He poured the margarita, ice and all, into a to-go container and took it home. So this was on ice. This was not a blended this was not frozen a blended. margarita? No, it wasn't a frozen one. It was just a margarita with ice cubes. And there's Ugh. a video of him literally having the styrofoam open and pouring it in. And he was his friend was filming him, and it was funny because another table saw and started laughing, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I got caught. And he was pouring a Do you think margarita. this is a gag? Like I don't they know. were just I, trying to be funny because I'm like, that's so that's way, so dumb. The way the video is, it almost looked like, yeah, it's bottomless margaritas. <laughs> I'm gonna put one in the to-go box. But how how carefully do you have to carry that styrofoam box out without it leaking? Well, and does it start to get soggy? Like that's <laughs> what I want to know. When yeah. it, when it's so wet, will it start to just leak through everything? You also, know what I mean? if if you put a margarita or any sort of drink in a styrofoam cup, 
When you get home, do you drink it out of the styrofoam <laughs> or do you put it back in a glass? I'd be I'm picturing that- him tipping it by the corner. <laughs> you know? I'd be worried like the uh, styrofoam has some sort of filmy like yeah. chemical or something in it that is now in my drink. Yeah. You know? It's like uh, you see people they will do this at like an Olive Garden or like a Texas Roadhouse with the rolls of the breadsticks mm-hmm. and they'll ask for a refill and then put that in the to-go box. Is I that, always feel that's Is that little, fair or foul? I've always felt it's foul. There's always a, a part of me that just goes, that's not, when you are purposely asking for more bread at the end of your meal just to put into your to-go box, I think that's foul. So if you get more bread with intention to eat it, yeah, but you're full by the time it comes around, it's not really, oh, let's just take it home. Be my that's guest. That's okay? Yes. What's the difference? You're taking the... Rolls home. Okay. So you go, let's say you go to an Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. You eat your breadsticks. You eat your breadsticks in the beginning. You have your salad. You have your pasta. Your bread bowl, your bread like basket has been empty for 20 minutes. You eat your little tiramisu. You pay for your check. And then you go, oh, can we actually get some more bread? And they bring out a fresh basket and you go right into the to go box. That's foul. Sorry. That's just the way the restaurant morals work. <laughs> okay. It's the trending stories with Joey and Lauren. Okay, my baloney has a first name. It's, it's O-S-C-A-R. My, my baloney has, has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. I was thinking, is it M-E-Y or M-A-Y? Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. I'm actually not referring to baloney, but Oscar Mayer, the Wienermobile, You've seen it. You know what I'm yep, talking about. Our son it. has a Wienermobile monster truck that he freaking loves. Um, but the Wienermobile is seeking drivers. They are paying Heck yeah. 30- It was fun. Doing the show was fun. <laughs> yeah, you want to do it? Yeah. The gig pays $35,600. That's your base salary. But it also Base includes- where you work on tips? <laughs> Let me finish talking. Right, sorry, sorry. It includes a weekly allowance of $150 for meals and personal travel. That does not feel like enough, by the way, for weekly meals and personal travel. No, I mean, you got to be eating cheap. <laughs> you got to be eating Oscar Mayer hot dogs. But 18 days of paid time off, full health benefits, and all hotel expenses are completely covered. So if you're like, hey, you know what? I want to fly by the seat of my pants. I want to drive that Wienermobile. If I was single, if I was single and, you know, and I could just travel around in the Wienermobile... Your hotel covered. It's a all flex. That. I absolutely. You pull up to the hotel bar, and you you see you see someone. You try to flirt, and they're like, "What do you do?" And you're like, "I drive the Wiener Mobile." Yeah. They're gonna think you're coming on to them. You're like, "No, really, I drive the Wiener Mobile. It's parked out back." They're like, <laughs> "Let's get out of there. Which car is yours? The one with the mustard." <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to do it, I'm sure you're gonna fly online somewhere. You know. Good luck to you. Would you allow me to do it for like six months? Just a little break. I miss the kids. Our poor poor children. It's like, where's daddy? Well, he's off. Daddy's in a giant hot dog, guys. (laughs) Um, Speaking of food, a lot of people have been freaking out about this. And I was going to bring it up a few days ago. It's not new, new news right now. But I'm sure by now you've seen the Costco cookie. They're getting rid of the churro. Yeah, the Costco. They're going against a big, uh, what's the crumble cookie? They're trying to go against crumble. Get a giant cookie that's like 800 calories. Yeah, they're trying to go really against all those cookie companies. They're popping up everywhere. But Costco cookie now, I think it's like $2.49 or something like that. Um, but it's replacing the churro. So I don't know how I feel about it. I like I, the churro. Did you like the churro? I, like the I didn't churro. like the churro. Do they? Does Costco have the very berry Sunday? I think they do. The very, very Sunday. My parents, I don't know if this was a good idea. I'd be like 10 years old, and they'd get all of us kids one, and we'd be, I'd be at 10 just <laughs> in the back of the minivan. Just Has it been around it. that long? Oh, yeah. The very, very Sunday. Really? It's, been, it's been around a long. I remember eating it as a kid. Yeah. Hmm. 
My not parents the, never not got the me smoothie, not the acai. <laughs> Everyone, no, but I, I used to get the Sunday all the time. The only thing I get at Costco is the hot dog. Listen, speaking of Wienermobiles, hot dogs, that's yeah. the only thing I would get at Costco yeah. is the hot dog because it was the best value because you get a drink too. Yeah, I haven't had the churro in a long time, but I think the cookie is the better play there. The cookies are very popular right now. I found out about the cookie because our boss texted it to us. He's a cookie guy and he's like, you guys, send it to us. He said it's good. A few other people I've seen post about it on social media. They say it's big, it's like giant, and it's ooey gooey, so... Semi-sweet chocolate or milk chocolate? I think it's semi-sweet. Oh, that's right up Lauren's alley. Lauren Love loves it. a good semi-sweet chocolate. Also, I'm a little sad. Let's pour one out for the Ferrara Candy Company that apparently does the Fruit Stripe gum, the one with the little zebra on it. I'm sure you grew up with it as well. Yeah. I love the Fruit Stripe. Oh, come on. You didn't love it. I'd lo- Who do you know? You didn't know me when I was a child. You're right. say I didn't love it. All I right, loved sorry. it. Sorry, Lauren loved fruit stripe gum. My brother and I would fight over it because we I got thought it was called zebra gum. It's called fruit stripe. I thought it was called zebra gum. Let me Google it. No, Hold, you're probably please. right. I thought it was zebra gum. Nope, it's fruit stripe. Okay, there is a zebra on it. Um, it is being discontinued, which well, makes yeah, me really sad. Who's buying that? Right? <laughs> who's, who's buying those? Who's buying juicy fruit? Juicy oh, fruit gum wow. is still around. That flavor lasts thirty seconds. Is it still around? I think it's still around, but I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to chew gum, and I'm, re- by the way, when you work in radio, gum is like not part of your life because you can never have it at work. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that just doesn't work well with talking. So I, I never have gum. But if I do, it's got to be mint. You want it. I mean, let it yeah. work for you. Juicy fruit does nothing. However, the minute you said juicy fruit, I literally taste it right now. I'm yeah. tasting it. Like, I freaking love juicy fruit. Well, the good fruit. news is it's not going to last long because that taste goes <laughs> away quick. So pour one out for the fruit stripe. It's gone. Okay. Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. Tim is with us. Now, he has gone out with uh, Angie a couple of times. Recently, they did like a little couple's game night at his buddy's house. Played some that games. That is what stuck out to me. I mean, obviously, we will uh, bring Tim on. But I, when I was reading the message, I... I thought, man, at somebody else's house, that yeah. might be a weird thing for somebody on a that date. That depends. I don't don't, know. You, don't we all have a friend that's got like the nice house or the perfect house? Like, I feel like everyone's got everyone's got like, oh, let's go to let's go to Gary and Julie's. But they got the I'm, really nice. But if place. I'm going on a date with somebody, it's still fresh. Maybe second date that whatever, and it's like, hey, we're going to my friend's house. But, you know what? Maybe it is better than going to his house. I, I don't think, know. to me, on my second date, I'm not ready for someone to see where I live or how yeah, I live. Because right. what if they judge me on my cleanliness or my room or mm-hmm. my decor or something like that? So, Tim, uh, yeah, let's break this down. First and foremost, welcome to Makeup or Breakup. So, you do a couple's game night, but not at your house. Was there much thought behind that, or was it just, hey, your friends wanted a host? Um, My, my friends like hosting in okay. general. But it, there, there was intention on my part of like, you know what, this is sort of like soft entry and kind of, you know, we'll just, uh, she doesn't have to come home uh, immediately. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I got that. Okay. Yeah, okay, um, that makes more sense. So you play some games with some other couples. How was the chemistry, obviously with, with you and Angie, hopefully well, but how was it with everyone else? Did like everyone get along or was she kind of outcast or anything like that? Oh, no, they love her. Um, she interacted with everybody, you know, like I, she was smiling a lot, laughing at points. So, you know, the, the whole vibe seemed to go uh, great. Uh, we were uh, playing a variety of games, and, you know, sometimes it gets a little intense, a little fun, a little excited, like trying to guess, you know, the answers and all that. So, 
Um, okay. But other than that general, like, excitement, uh, everything went really smooth, I thought. Did you notice throughout the night, was there any, like, side conversation where maybe, like, everybody's mingling, but you see Angie, like, maybe off in the distance, like, having a one-on-one conversation with one of the friends or the girlfriends or something? Like, maybe somebody said something to her that either offended uh, her or made her get... sabotage on that's Tim if saying. your friends were like, don't go out with him. No, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes oh, when you're in a new... <laughs> I gotta like, get new friends then. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. But I'm like, sometimes when you're in a new, fresh relationship, there's maybe some things that you don't want your friends to say to your date because you're just like, hey, this is fragile, it's new, and maybe they said something that, like, weirded her out. I, I don't know, maybe it's a stretch. Huh. I didn't even really think about that, but um, I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, um, really yeah. quick, were you a stickler on rules or anything like that, and I don't know why. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't know why I'm picturing this. You weren't wearing, like, plaid pajama pants or anything, like, too cozy. <laughs> nothing like that. No, man. I'm, I'm wearing, like, reasonable clothes. Okay. See my why am I picturing, why does that like, matter? Not at my house. It's not I, like. I don't know. I just. You I, think I, like for some reason, or? I picture, like, late night game night and. Oh, who cares? You know, I, I, like, I said it was off the wall. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tim. What we'll do. We'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Angie. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So Tim is with us and Angie is next with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. So Tim uh, has been out with Angie twice. Most recently at his friend's house, they did a couple's game night. Something I didn't think about that we should have asked Tim. I don't know the status of his friends' relationships. Was it like serious relationship, serious relationship, married, engaged, and then Angie feels like here I am, barely knowing Tim, and it's everyone's really all fresh. Yeah, yeah and maybe. everyone's all friendly and like established relationships, and you almost feel kind of awkward. I don't know. What we do know is we have Angie's number. Let's talk to Angie. Hello. Hello. Is this Angie? Yeah, this is Angie. Angie, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And um, Tim, a guy that we understand you've seen a couple of times and have gone on a couple dates with, he wanted us to call you. Wait, um, this is on the radio. So we're a a radio (laughs) show, yes. Okay. And Tim called us, so he gave us your number. Uh, brief rundown. He said you guys have gone out a couple times. He really likes you. Said he had a great time. Last time he saw you, I think, was a game night. And he's like, I haven't heard from her. And basically on our show, we just kind of help people with the communication. And we were calling you on his behalf to see if you're even interested in going out again. And maybe you could share with us why you have not called him, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Um, so I probably should have been a bigger person and just texted him, but I'll tell you what happened. So yeah, we're at the game night and he called me a dum-dum. Cause you're dum-dum for like (laughs) just playing games. Yeah. So it was charades and he was supposed to be Superman and I just like wasn't able he wasn't giving very good clues, honestly. And I like, wasn't able to get it. And he just got super frustrated and was like, can't you tell I'm Superman? You're such a dum dum. I mean, that, everyone else laughs. That's a, laughs, that's a little exactly less than everyone there did. <laughs> okay, well, Tim's here. I still have so many questions, I but have Tim, way, I have a ton of questions. Um, so, so, Angie, Tim's here, and maybe he can explain the the comment. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Sorry, I, w- I want to give context for this. And first off, I'm very sorry. I, I did not 
mean for you to take it that way. Like, it, um, <laughs> uh, like I, I do not think you're dumb. I don't think you're an idiot. Gosh, I didn't. What is going I, on? I didn't. Sorry, I wasn't trying to belittle you. So, oh, like, you meant to say I'm yeah. smart, smart, but you just said dumb, dumb. <laughs> oh, come okay. On. What come did you? On, what sorry. did you mean? Like, I mean, I, I laid down on the three chairs, I grabbed, like, a dish towel, and, like, put my hands out, like, blatantly. Superman. doing the flying motion, like, what else could I be, man? Like, sorry. <laughs> and, I'm, it, like, I did not mean it in any serious context, Angie. Sorry, we were playing a game, and, like, I get a little intense when we're playing mm-hmm. charades, and, sorry, my friends are like that a little bit at times. Like, I, nothing was meant by it. I'm really, really sorry I don't know what else to say. I, uh, all I can do is apologize, but I, I'm sorry. I did, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Uh, okay. Well, I, I guess I just can't even imagine being out with someone who would call me dumb. Why do I feel like uh, I no, would have no, rather? No, I'm not calling you dumb. I just me saying like a dumb dumb. Like, no, sorry. Those, it's not meant that way. It's not. That's not. Um, I'm sorry with the tone and like. Yeah, yeah. The general, like, joking nature of everybody. And I'm sorry, there were other moments where friends of mine, I know they weren't calling you that, but, like, they were calling each other. So I just, I thought there was better context for this. And so it, you were just, yeah, like, you were just like, hey, hurt, dumb, I wish dumb, you dumb. Said something. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, it's... let me, why do I feel like, hearing this back, I'm imagining, why do I feel like I would have rather been called an idiot than dumb, dumb? Because uh, I feel like, idiot? Oh, I feel like I'd rather be like, oh, come on, idiot. Like, I feel like dumb, dumb is kind of weird. Like, it just is kind of silly. Okay, but have we, and, I also don't yeah. think you that's really the, mean like, she's dumb. You know dumb. dumb dumb the candy, right? Like, dumb, <laughs> you can, no, 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 <laughs> hold on. Tim, 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 Tim. You cannot act yes, like you I, were calling her a sucker. No, like a dumb, dumb sucker. Stop I, that. No, Do we, no, can we all agree, oh though, gosh. that when you're playing games, sometimes, yeah. Angie, and I'm not trying to discredit your feelings, but sometimes it's water off a duck's back. Like, it's just some fun, like, yeah. like competition. But I also That's wasn't exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. That's totally my point. I, and I'm... Once again, that was not my intention. I am so sorry it landed wrong. Like, I, I don't know what... Well, I just don't think it's cool you go around calling people dumb. I understand. Uh, like, Oh, I, man, once again, like, the, con- uh, the context... Yeah, but well, let me, this, let me like, Angie, for your point, if I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is a new environment. These are a bunch of people I don't know. And you're I hear already dumb, feeling... Dumb. Yeah, yeah. I, may, I may be like, you know what? That's, that's not for me. And you would hope, in your defense, Angie, you're sitting there going, I hope a guy that's trying to impress me doesn't put out the words dumb dumb. You know what I, I mean? I haven't like heard I, anybody say that. Yeah. So, so Angie, I, I have a feeling we you just want to move on from this. Is that is that the case? Or hearing Tim, do you want to give him another shot? It's not a real apology when you're like, look, it's not a big deal. Like, it yeah, doesn't mean yeah, anything. Like, he obviously just calls people dumb or dumb dumb <laughs> or whatever all the time. And, like, that doesn't work for me. Okay. <laughs> Tim, you should get that those words out of your vocabulary. I don't think <laughs> it's going to serve you well. Well, yeah, there we go. Yeah, all right. All right. It's Joey <laughs> and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's give you your good stuff. We do this every week. It's your feel-good stories uh, from the week. We start off with uh, a man receiving... A Carnegie Medal for saving five children from a house fire. What oh makes this uh, this story so special? He was a pizza delivery driver. I don't know if you remember this story. I remember we talked about it when it happened. But it was a pizza delivery driver in Indiana, and he saved five people, five children from a house fire. He was delivering a pizza. He noticed. He's like, man, I, I see smoke. Found out a house was burning. Saved five children from a fire. 
as a pizza delivery driver. I think I remember this, and yeah. that is absolutely incredible. It's thinking like you put your own life on the line yep. just to see, and then you end up saving not one, but five children. And now it's Nicholas wild. Bostick has received a Carnegie Medal. I Good think you him. can go to Pizza Hut or whatever and ask for a race. I believe that. You've got fact, to, right? They should just call it Pizza <laughs> Nicholas. That's what they <laughs> should really call it. Should. Forget Pizza Hut. Yeah. I just, that, that's, you know, you always ask yourself, what would you do in that situation? Mm-hmm. Speaking of stories like that, uh, there's a story out of India that is just, man, uh, it's a very, very scary situation, but a mother saves her children from an incoming train after they fell onto the tracks. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to try to get through this, but it was caught on camera. So it was a mother. So the kids fell inside these train tracks and a mm-hmm. mother goes and lays on top of her children just inches away from the fast moving wheels of a departing train and saved her kids, just covered them. So they were, yeah, they, they were all, all they were, were all under. Spared. Yeah, they were all, they were all under and they were when all When the train. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Trains freak me out so much. I was at train. I stopped at train tracks once and I. I was I, yeah, I don't I'm do very well nervous. Either, yeah. The the uh, car in front of me was impatient. Kid you not, they drove around oh, the little yeah, uh, man, the little just... arms that come down right before the train, and yeah. they're like, "Forget this!" And they went burr, burr, and wheeled uh, like weaved through it. I've and I'm had like, it where what like, if you got stuck? yeah, I've had it where like there's train tracks, and then there's a light, and there's a buildup, uh, you know, on the light, mm-hmm. and I've been like really close, and maybe like the front end of my car is like getting close to the train tracks. I'm like, this is it. This is the moment a train comes barreling through never stop on them that's for sure no absolutely not and uh mark cuban is the owner of the dallas mavericks he is also uh part of shark tank most people know who mark cuban is leaving shark tank or left it right maybe he did i don't know i haven't watched in a long time maybe who's your favorite shark i really liked mark actually although man he could be like super snotty to some of the people wonderful this is the meanest mr wonderful is the worst um i'm not a big fan of is it barbara See, I like Barbara. I feel like she scares me. Have you watched her on Instagram? She does really funny videos. I think Mark might be my favorite. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he, whether he's on Shark Tank or not. He's also selling a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks for $3.5 billion. So what is he going to do? Well, he's going to need to take $35 million and give those in bonuses to just random employees with the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, so cool. we're talking about people that work at the stadium, people that work concessions. He's going to hand out $35 million in bonuses. It's calculated on how long you've worked there, all this. This is another good, great story from him. He also, so cool. uh, when the Dallas Mavericks won an NBA championship, he got championship rings for every single employee. So people that usher, people that do parking, he got them oh, a championship really? ring. Yeah. That is so yeah. cool. So they all got a ring. So imagine, you know, you're that. working in concessions, mm-hmm. selling hot dogs, and you get a championship ring. And now you're going to get, you know, $35 million worth of bonuses. Ooh, so I love that. That's very, so cool. Very, very cool. And that is your good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. I don't know what's with me. This has never been something I've ever thought about in my life. I don't know if it's ever since we did that juice cleanse. Now I'm a different person. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But... I actually am thinking about doing something that I, I've thought is ridiculous and counterproductive. And I, I want to know and I want to hear from people that do this. But uh, we booked a little getaway. We're going to do a little uh, little vacation, little getaway coming up in a little bit. And I, I see people that do this all the time, Lauren. And most of the time I think these people are insane and crazy and why would you do that? But I was thinking about working out on vacation. 
and it just it. You don't work out normally. I mean, sometimes you well, do, but it's I not like a, your daily routine. I do a little exercise bike. I'm talking 15, 20 minutes on right. the exercise bike. That's about all my body can handle, and then my body starts shutting down. Starts like <laughs> being like, "Who is this person?" But I want to know from people that exercise on vacation because you see it all the time, right? You see these resorts or hotels, and they're like, "Oh, they got the gym," and I, I all the time I'm like, "Who?" Goes on vacation and then decides that I want to work out and like exercise. But people I thought with goals, people who have goals and routine, and that person is not me. I I just have to say, I always every time I go to stay at a hotel or I go to resort, whatever you name yeah. it, I always bring a workout outfit so and do. my tennis you, shoes. You bring workout clothes I, like you're going to work out on I vacation. I always think. Oh, they've got a cool gym. What? Yeah, I've got. I'll you know have some time to do whatever at the gym. I always bring an outfit, and you know how many times I've used it? Zero. Yeah. Zero times. And I don't know. Maybe maybe you being motivated to do it is going to actually get me through the doors. But I feel like every time I have these intentions to do it, and then I just look at all the other things that I could be doing. Because like, when oh. I think when I think of vacation, I think of sleeping in, and and maybe maybe. And I'm not I'm not a room service guy because it's expensive. But maybe you get room service breakfast if you're re- that you're eating an omelet in bed at 9 a.m. Not exactly you know doing a jumping jack at 7:30. But I thought to myself, I said. Do you think I'd like vacation more if I even even 20 minutes just got a little sweat in? And I'm like, I want to hear from people that work out on vacation. And does it actually make you enjoy vacation more because you exercise? I'm sure. So you don't feel guilty in as much uh, yeah. guilt. I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, in, obviously, endorphins tied to it where people just feel better yeah. to start the day that way. Now, sometimes when we go on vacation, like we'll play some pickleball or something. Like that counts, right? That's some exercise. I sweat a little bit. No? I think sitting in a pool, swimming from one end of the pool to the other, not on purpose, but because you need to get out, does not count as exercise, and that's about <laughs> all I've done. But, like, I remember we years ago I went on a cruise, and that cruise ship gym, ghost town. I mean, there was no—it was a huge gym, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can work out, and I'm like, no one worked out. They're all in the buffet right? line. Yeah, that's you're all in the buffet were. line. But like, <laughs> it, So I don't know if I'm, I'm taking crazy pills, but I actually thought, I wonder when we go, should I— Go to the gym in the morning. And then I was like, I don't know. You should. If you can fit, you know, whatever amount of time in, you should. And then see how you feel. I would I would go with you. Yeah. I say I, that now, uh, but yeah. I have no idea if I but would then is it you. really a vacation? <laughs> because I feel like that's the least vacation thing I could do is exercise. Here's, because nothing says vacation about yeah. exercising. Here's what I think. Um, I could spend... 20 minutes, a half an hour scrolling on my phone, doing nothing or oversleeping, or I could go and check it out. I mean, yeah. depending on where you go, the gym might be nicer than anything you have at home or Okay, I, I knew this was going to happen. Already, already some texts coming in saying, yes, we work out on vacation oh. every morning. It's amazing, and you don't feel guilty for the tacos later. Because that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if, because I eat a lot on vacation. I mean, I stuff my face, and I wonder if... Even if it's 20 minutes, I'll be like, oh, I deserve this. And I don't feel as bad. Yeah, Yeah, maybe you should try it. Honestly, maybe you will just feel better, even if it's all like placebo effect and it's just your brain telling you it's better. You know what I mean? Maybe it is. Because you know what I normally, what goes through my head, and I'll be honest, I judge a little bit. Every time I'm on vacation, I see people like walk out of the gym or walk into the gym. I go, oh, look at you. Losers. Going to the gym, getting <laughs> a workout. Do. You do. Oh, that's what I do. 
And now, now I want to be, be that, that person. person. Time for that awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment time. Brenda is with us. How about awkward times at the airport? We want. There's. I'm sure we could do a whole show on this because airports are awkward. The fact oh, that you're yeah. taking off your shoes and maybe getting patting down by a stranger in public, yeah, it's not great. That, and I also find airport bathrooms are very awkward because they're so quiet. Like, to me, I mean, there's no music playing in there. Yeah, yeah. They're awkward. I mean, you just got people it's from all over the place. Just a ton of people, yeah. So, uh, awkward time at an airport. Brenda, welcome to that awkward moment. Okay, this just happened to you? It was a couple weeks ago, okay, so I've, okay. uh, I've calmed down a little. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, what happened to you? I got screamed at at the baggage claim. Um, so here's the deal. I, I had a really late flight. I had a red eye. And then, you know, came by the time. I never sleep on planes, so yeah. I was a little bit out of it. Waiting at the baggage claim, and like, obviously everyone on the flight was, like, around. And I was, like, right by where the bags shoot out. Okay, you're a, spout, you're a spout lady. Amazing. You're okay. right at the spout. Okay. <laughs> That's me, too. There's a, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of people that are like that, and, and some people aren't big fans of spout people, but there you are. <laughs> I love you have a name for it. Yes, I'm a spout person. Yep. So my bag popped out, and I was, like, thrilled because it was one of the early ones, so I could go home. Yeah. And I'm walking away, and this lady starts screaming at me, like, full volume, that I have her bag. And, I'm, I mean, it was my bag, right? I mean, <laughs> blue ribbon, the bag with blue ribbon tied on the handle. Um, she then chases me down and rips the bag out of my hand. Oh, my gosh. And, like, oh, my saying, why are you stealing my bag? Like, I mean, it was totally a scene. Everyone was looking at us. And, I, like, she jerked my arm almost out of the socket, but I grabbed it back, and I was like, what are you saying? This is my bag. Look at the blue ribbon. And it was, oh like, a gosh. moment of, like, back and forth. And then she did, like, this is why it's so humiliating. If it had actually been my bag, then at least, like, I'm the victor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a little yellow tag on it it was her bag oh, was yellow. oh my gosh it was her bag <laughs> no wait a minute so they both had blue tag like a blue ribbon but hers she... had the other tag that had her name on it yes. you just didn't see the tag yes and um by the way i did not want her stuff <laughs> like, i did I was... not want her stuff so she accusing like you of bag, like the black roller bag oh, yeah you know? I, I gotta tell you so lauren and i we That's bought what i have we bought the amazon yeah. think about this amazon luggage already you're you're putting yourself in yeah. a bad spot Whoa. we have the black hard shell it is like everyone yep. should have this bag i don't know do we have ribbons on ours or no. little name tags or anything? I have a little, like, old, like, bracelet tied to the top that indicates mine. But, no, it's very yeah. identified as, like, a common bag. You know what? I, I will give this – let me just give this woman credit because people may think, well, that's kind of an extreme reaction to rip it. Um, I have always grown up with this fear that when you go to airports, people are just stealing bags left and right. I, I Because they make those alerts that are like, don't leave your baggage unattended. Yeah. So she probably thought, this is my moment. It's finally happening. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. But and she was right. Brenda, I imagine you were for a moment like terrified. Like, especially <laughs> like late at night. Everybody's kind of subdued. You're just waiting for your suitcase. And someone just starts screaming at you and like ripping your arm off. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was like not completely there because I hadn't slept all night. So we get, you know, red eyes get in like crazy early in the morning, and yeah. I was like zombified. So yeah, it was like it was like a nightmare being charged by this lady. I mean, and I get that she was freaked out. I mean, that's kind of why I'm a spout person. I don't want anyone to get my bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was the one who took the bag. It was so humiliating. I mean, this is this is big news, Brenda, because you're proving even if you're a waiting by the spout person and you're a spout lady. 
you can still make mistakes <laughs> because most of the time those people waiting right at the at, oh, at the wow. entrance they're thinking there's no way I'm going to get this wrong. So uh, thanks for the call, Brenda. We appreciate you. Well, thanks for uh, letting me vent a little. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, thanks. That's Brenda here on That Awkward Moment. You can text us, 68719. You can call us. Do you have any awkward airport stories? I will tell you, I still get nervous for my bag getting stolen every time a baggage claim. Do you really? I never. every time. I never worry about it getting stolen. I worry about it getting lost or left at the last airport or sent to the wrong place. I can't stand. Like, I'm not a spout person. But I, I won't be on the other end. Like, you know, people that can, like, be on the other side of it when they're not even seeing it come out. I have to see the bags come out. No, yeah, I, I have, have to. to, too. I'm the same way. And what are the odds? They both had the blue ribbon, yeah. like, black suitcase, blue ribbon. But it's true. Our luggage, we got the most generic yeah. Amazon cheap black luggage ever. We didn't get, like, a bright color. We got the black luggage, <laughs> the one that everyone wants. Yep. So it's going to happen one day. Well, text us or call us. We want your awkward airport stories. We'll get to your answers coming up. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment. And uh, Brenda joined us moments ago. Awkward moments at an airport. She accidentally grabbed the wrong bag at baggage claim. Person chased her down, ripped the bag out, right? It's like, oh, this moment. Which you think about, it, if you're worried about someone stealing your bag and you you see someone grab your bag, there is that moment where you're like, this is my time to shine. I, the more I've ha- had a few minutes to think about it, I'm actually like, it's kind of amazing how like zero to 60 that lady went. Because I feel like if it were me and I saw somebody take my bag, I'm like, oh, excuse me, I think that's yeah. my bag. But instead she's like, that's mine and rips it out. I'm like, that would freak me you gotta, out. You got to fight for your right to luggage, man. So uh, <laughs> Whitney heard Brenda's story. Whitney had an awkward moment. I, this may be even more awkward. This was waiting for a flight, right, Whitney? Is that right? Yeah, guys, I think that mine honestly might top. Okay, let's hear <laughs> it. Okay. So um, I was waiting for my flight. You know, I'm the kind that gets to the airport really early. So I got there. Um, and I was just sitting down and my iPad was dead. And so, you know, I go and I find a plug. Unfortunately, in this situation, there were no plugs near me. So I go like, I mean, not too far away. Like it, it was not necessarily right next to me, but I could still see where I plugged it in from like where I was sitting doing work. Mm -hmm. And so I go over there, I plug it in, go back to my seat. And, you know, I'm keeping an eye on it to make sure nobody takes it or anything. I kid you not, this lady comes up and she doesn't go and unplug, like, the plug for my iPad. She unplugs my iPad from the plug okay. and plugs her own phone into it. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> wait. That wait, is a, amazing. She walks up, unplugs your iPad. And then plugs the cord into her phone, like your cord into her device? Yes. So she was using yes. your cord. I, by the way, both are, I think, foul. If somebody walked up and unplugged it from the wall, I'm still like, that's rude. And then unplugging the actual device from the cord. But how about just using, using your charger? Now, is there maybe <laughs> a chance she thought, oh, this is the airport's charger and no one's here by this iPad. It's my turn. I don't think so. Like, like, when have you seen an airport yeah, that's that true. has like, random plugs there? Yeah, you know, that's true. Clearly somebody's with their iPad in there. So her thought process was, and I want to hear the rest of the story, but I imagine her thought process is, no one's by this iPad. Sorry, I'm not going to allow you to plug and walk away. I know some people that are like, if you're going to charge your phone, you got to sit right next to it. So maybe that was her thought process. So what happens? I mean, honestly, I felt so 
uncomfortable and awkward that, like, I didn't really know what to do because, you know, granted, I wasn't right next to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can mm-hmm. see how that could get to somebody, right? But, um, so I, I didn't know what to do. So I just, like, walked up to her and I was like, what do you do? And that's, that's my iPad. Like, that's. And she's yeah. like, well, you can't just have the cord. Like, immediately <laughs> it's got your cord. Oh, God. It's your and cord. I was like, well, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, well, that's my cord. Like, I brought the cord. <laughs> so, and then what did she just, say? Did she, like, put up a fight more? Or? She tried. But at that point, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I just ended up unplugging my iPad, taking my cord, and oh, walking my away. Word. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was so uncomfortable that I just I truly didn't know what to do. Yeah, this reminds me of somebody who like emphasizes the snooze you lose or you move your feet you lose your seat like that kind of thing. Like you should have been here, so I'm going to use it. It's your own fault. But I'm like I would never the, touch somebody else's property. The boldness right? to look at someone's iPad plugged in and go nope and unplug it. Now again, you are going to have some people that are going to hear your story, Whitney. Now they're not. I don't think they're going to defend the person unplugging your iPad. But there are going to be people that say, you cannot plug in your iPad and go sit somewhere else. I'm always surprised by, I've seen it. I've seen phones just sitting there mm-hmm. and no one's by them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a bold move. So you may get some pushback on that, but absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you can't just use my cord, lady. I have seen, I still remember, this was a couple years ago. I saw somebody walk up and unplug somebody's cord from the wall and then plug theirs because in. Because they're like, there's no one here. And I was yeah. like, oh, that it's rude, but I think it's worse. Your story's worse, for yeah. sure. Well, thanks for the call, Whitney. You're the best. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Whitney. Yeah, that's awkward. I don't even know what I'd say. You know me, anti-confrontation. I may just be like, I'll just get a new iPad. <laughs> or, I'll just, or I'll just get a new charger. Uh, you keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just go to the store and buy a $40 You're right. one. You're right. It is my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what am I doing? I wanted to give you this iPad from the get-go. So On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack. If you want to ignore someone, like when they call you, add them into your phone contact list as ignore and you can make the ringtone silent. So the ringtone won't even go off. You don't even have to get bothered by them. But do you still see a missed call, I imagine? Possibly, yeah. And then you get a missed okay. call by ignore, and then that's going to really mess with your mind. I don't know. I My problem is I contact, uh, I put people in my contacts really weird. I'll be like, guy from post office. <laughs> what? Tall, You're dark hair. guy from the post office? Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I, ne- I never am good enough to get last names. So most people's last name is the company they work for. So yeah, it'll yeah, be I like that with some. Yeah, it'll be like Gary Geico, you know? And I'm like <laughs> and one day I'll be like, "Hey Gary Geico." And he's like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, you work at Geico." Whatever, I you know. I always uh, get a little worried about the do not disturb function because for instance, like if you're out late one night or whatever it is, I'm going to bed, I want my phone on silent cuz I'm like, I don't want to be woken up. But then I get worried cuz I'm like, "Oh, what if there's an emergency? You get in a car accident, you're trying to call me." So then I'm like, "What if can I do do not disturb?" Except for you, so like if you called me, I believe or, that's already. You know? I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tim Cook. If with Apple, if you're listening, I believe on the iPhone. If Do Not Disturb is on, the only people that your phone call will still go through is your favorites. So if I'm one of your favorites, I believe that goes through no okay. matter what. 
Yeah, because that's always been kind of a thing for me. Or like my mom. I'm like, well, I don't want to be interrupted unless my mom's calling me about something important. If your mom's something. one of your favorites. The problem is I got some good buddies. And if I my phone's on Do Not Disturb, as much as I like my good friends, I don't need them to be like, oh, my buddy's <laughs> calling me. I definitely need to take this. Um, I saw this the other day, and it shocked me. And I had to bring this up because I want to know what you think about this. Okay. Is it fair or foul? Okay, it says one in five employers. That is it's quite a bit. One in five employers say that they have had recent college grads bring a parent to a job interview. So No way. You have somebody apply. You get them to come in for an interview. You say, okay, come at this time, this place. They don't drop them off. They come in? They show up, and mom or dad or whoever, parent, comes there. in and joins them during the job interview. But one in five. Like, it's that common. That is wild. I know. That is, what, what are people putting mom and dad as the references? Like, employee <laughs> but you references. you don't bring a reference to a job interview. You know, if I put a former boss uh, as a reference to my new job, I'm not like, hey, boss, come with me. Could you imagine, you know? like, sitting there and being like, uh, what do you think? Well, my little boy is amazing, okay? <laughs> he's always He was always great listening as a toddler, and now he's going to be a big boy with his big corporate job. So if you are an employer... And this happens, right? You have an amazing candidate. You love their their resume. Five stars. They come in. Okay. They they check all the boxes on the application. They come in and they bring their dad or they bring their mom. Are you instantly now turned off and you don't want to hire yeah, this person? I would or be, are you I would like, be worried. I mean, I'd be worried that I'm like, the person that you want representing you is just your parent. Of course they like you, right? It, They're your even, parent. It's not even representing you. It's You shouldn't bring anybody to a job. No, you? you should not. I agree. I agree. You should not. And you also, job interview, little tip, don't show up too early. That's also a pet peeve. Like, for a short for a short time in my radio career, I was in management, and I got to do, like, job interviews. And I it actually drove me nuts when people showed up, like, 25, 30 minutes early. Because then I feel pressure that I need to start it earlier, that I don't want to make them wait in the lobby. Okay. Yeah, I'd be curious what other people think on that, other employers, because um, I remember conducting some interviews uh, at a job that I used to work at, and I always was pleased when people came early. So I was if, like, okay, if you had a job interview at 2.15, you wanted them there at 2 o'clock? I loved oh. seeing 15 minutes early. And now, knowing that I wasn't going to come get them until I was ready, but to me it showed, oh, okay, they're serious about this. They want to be on time. I think if you are five minutes early, you're late for a job interview. I know that sounds stupid to a lot of people, but I'm like, you got to be there a little early, right? Nothing drives me more insane than if you're early, you're late. 15 minutes early is the real on time. <laughs> I, I think I've said this before, but the school I went to, uh, the Trojans, we had Trojan time and Trojan time was 15 minutes before it started. So imagine this. Hey guys, basketball practice at three o'clock. Is that Trojan time or actual time? So then you That's technically weird. need to be there at 245. If you were there after 245, you were late. Make yeah. that make sense when you're in eighth grade at junior high basketball. Coach Wells. That's all right? super strange. I love you, but that really That's confused me. That's like the job me. that I had. I already told you you would get written up yeah. if you were not there 15 minutes yeah. before your shift, but you couldn't clock in until the time of your shift. It was so weird. What about um, um, employee referrals? What about putting like an in-law? Because they have a different last name, but they're still family. You cool with that? Um, it, the, the trick is to not allow your employer or future employer to know that it's a family member because technically you're not supposed to put a family member on your resume you're just not you're supposed to put professional references so if you worked for your in-law sure yeah i had a this was really smart i had a employer that i was applying to this is years ago and literally one of the rules was one of your referrals had to be a former 
coworker from the last company you worked at because they wanted to hear from where you last worked yeah. at. And I'm like, that's smart. I think smart. that's fine. So fair or foul, bringing a parent to a oh, job foul. interview. <laughs> Joey and Lauren. That feeling when you're singing along and suddenly realize you don't even know the lyrics. It's time for Karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's play Karaoke. You sing in the car with us. This is fun. So Lauren, joining us on the phone is Lauren. It's Lauren versus Lauren, but not only that, Lauren and Journey. Joey and Lauren, Journey and Lauren. This is like Inception. Wow. What's going on, Wild. everybody? How we doing? Hi, guys. Good. All right. So we're <laughs> going to play karaoke. I'll explain the rules. I've got some songs for each of you. The song will play. It'll dramatically stop, and you got to finish singing what you know, all right? Okay. Okay, Lauren and Journey, do you want to start or do you want Lauren to start? Um, you guys start. Okay, perfect. I guess saying Lauren starts yeah, doesn't make so much I sense. I will start and so, then Lauren yeah. will start. Lauren <laughs> in studio will start. Here we go. Okay, Lauren, I'll go first. your song is Greedy by Tate McRae. Oh, wow. Is that what she said? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just like this song. Don't be greedy. I don't even know what she says. Just, oh, because you know me? Don't be uh, Yeah, no, you didn't get it. Because you know me, yeah, yeah. You Something didn't like that. It. I just like that song. All right, so Lauren Dang and it. Journey, your first song is Chemical by Post Malone. Too. You both did great. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, Lauren and Journey, one point. Lauren needs a point here. Your second song, Lauren, is Houdini by Dua Lipa. Me, Lauren. Yeah, you, Lauren. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Something, something, something. Houdini. I'm not here for long. You say when I go, Houdini. You na, say na, when na, I go. Na. Let's listen. Shoot! Catch shoot, me shoot, before shoot, I go. Shoot! Houdini. Right. Oh, I do love that song. It's so it's so good. Yeah, catch me before I go. Like catch me catch before, me I, before go. I go. But she doesn't have time Houdini. to say before. She just goes catch me before I go. We, we got it. Okay, so Lauren and Journey, can you go perfect? I'm excited for this one. Your second song is Dynamite by Tayo Cruz. We got lighted up. I was waiting for you to finish the song. I told you twice. We got lighted up like it's dynamite. All right, so Lauren and Journey, you get a sweep on Lauren in studio. You are the superior Lauren, and we're going to hook you up, all right? I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and Funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand.